We, we got another damn G here. <laughs> another one. Another damn G. Alright, well, should we just get started in? Let's just jump right in here. I guess let's get going on it. Alright. Alright, let's start this in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 17. Is it 17? I'm pretty sure it's 17, yeah. Might be, yeah. Yeah, I think 17, so. holy. Time goes fast, Time eh? goes by so fast, yeah. 17, uh, we got, we got. Um, I think we got the youngest guy so far on our, <laughs> our youngest guest. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. How, how old are you? 23. 23? 23. 23. We got um, Raheem Damji here. Yep. And... Uh, we actually met up and we, you had a great story, so we thought it'd be good to get you oh, on the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you guys having me. Yeah. It's and a great podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> Have you listened? Yeah, yeah. I was listening last week with yeah. my uh, my cousin Nawaz was on here. Yeah. So oh, okay. yeah. yeah, he's uh, cousins with Nawaz. Nabav. Nabaz. Owner at uh, Equium Group here. And we actually got your brother here yeah. just sitting beside me right now, which is we've never done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we got a guest here, just kind of just listening in. Yeah, so we got Raheem Damji. I'm your host, Jason Manorinter. And I'm your co-host, David Liu. We're going to be talking about what you got going on right now. Awesome. Uh, you got Tree Trunk. Yeah. And you got Home Swiper. Yeah. And is there anything you else got got going on there? Uh, we have a couple of fun things. We yeah. have a little clothing brand called Immigrant. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, it's, 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 uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, is that like your side project? Yeah, that's yeah. a little side project. Yeah. Um, we, we don't, we donate like 25% of the revenues there too and stuff. So, you know, uh, just something to do on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have a staffing business where we're helping people source work out to the Philippines. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we have that <laughs> as well. Yeah. And then, um, don't you have your real estate license? Yeah, also? I, I have my real estate license. Jeez. Uh, I'm a partner on my dad's real estate team. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. <laughs> but, a lot of stuff on the go. Uh, yeah. But the, the number one priority right now, uh, for me is, is the home swiper tree trunk stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like really our, our goal as a company is really to, uh, push forward the real estate industry mm-hmm. and f- really focus on experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a big trend right now. Uh, and it should be a trend where uh, people put less stuff into the process because a lot of that can be taken care of, of by algorithms, computers, stuff like that. And the real focus is on experience, right? How do I make someone's experience better? And I think that's the, the million-dollar question right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and especially in real estate where there's so many companies coming out with, yeah. with this, right? Definitely focusing on the experience. I think you guys are doing the right move here, right? Um, Thank you. With that, with the tree trunk. We'll go more into the businesses, mm-hmm. um, but let's let's talk about, you know, you kind of make me feel lazy. At, <laughs> like when I... Yeah. When I, when I was 23, man, I was not doing what you're doing. You built a website, you built an app, you built yeah. all this stuff. At what age did you start doing this and why? Like, why did you get into this? Did you go to school? Like, what what happened? Obviously, your dad's in real estate, yeah. so you got into real estate. So, my uh, my first business, actually, if you can call it a business, I was, it was, with a, uh, I was about 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. And I started selling iPod cases. This was, like, oh, nice. when, like, the uh, iPhone originally came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Uh, 
yeah, like 08, 07, <laughs> whatever it was. Uh, and like literally we were buying cases from like China at like seven cents a piece. Uh, and then I had a team of guys that were selling them at like $10, $20 a piece. Mm-hmm. And they would just pay us 10 bucks a piece. So they'd come buy it from me and go resell it and, and, and make a little bit of a profit on it. Mm-hmm. And I was doing this at 14. I was making like 2000 bucks a week. That's, <laughs> cool. really good. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, after that, um, got more into like mom and dad's kind of business there because uh, they've been in real estate for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just started helping out, you know, finding properties, finding deals, stuff like that. And then I always really liked the real estate space. Like there's just, there's something about it, you know, mm-hmm. making people happy. You know, the day that they get the keys, there's no feeling like it. Yeah. I'm sure you guys could agree with that. It's just. Yeah. The customer experience behind it is actually pretty good. And like you're they come to you with a problem and then you solve it. Yeah. And then, you know, when you hand over the keys, it's like a great feeling. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really fulfilling work, right. Compared to a lot of other careers that are out there. It's, it's, it's fulfilling. And what I love about it is like each deal, each, each transaction, each sale is, is different. Yeah. You're seeing a different house, different client, different, everything's different. Right. So, it's just always full of surprises. Yeah, which it makes it like fun. It's sure. not like not like clockwork, where yeah, like you know you you can you do different things, mm-hmm. and it's it's so much more lively mm-hmm. uh, than, for example, accounting. I could never do accounting; it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Man, I did three years accounting. Oh, I bad. dropped out. <laughs> oh, bad! <laughs> I was like, this is not no, for no. me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So you got into. How old were you when you got into real estate? What were you doing right out of high school? Man, so, that was only f- five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, man, you're such a Gradu- baby. <laughs> I graduated in 2015 here. Yeah, that's um, crazy. So right out of high school, I went and started the company. The way I looked at Wh- it. Which company? Uh, Tree Trunk. Okay. Right out of high school. Okay. Uh, but Tree Trunk was a little bit different than we know it today at the time. Uh, basically, I got out of high school. I was doing my mortgages course. I, I don't know why I went into mortgages, but I decided, hey, let's try that out. <laughs> uh, so I was doing my course, and I said, you know what? Uh, I have a choice here. Either I can go to university, mm-hmm. spend a bunch of money, learn some skills, mm-hmm. or I can put the same money into myself and see where that goes. And knowing me, I'm, I'm the kind of person to be like, hey, you know, let's just try it out. You mm-hmm. know, what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. Right. Worst case, I go forward. I can always start again. I'm still young. So I said, hey, let's go with the risk. Let's try it out. Let's see what happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, we started building a uh, home posting website where you could go online, kind of like a, a Kijiji style site. Um, but we realized that like it was, it was mostly for pocket listings for real estate agents. Mm-hmm. But then when we started building it, we realized a problem. We said, okay, most real estate agents, the ones that are, are busy, are too busy to populate their listings. If they had a database of listings for their pocket listings, uh, why would they need such a platform for it, right, if it was already organized? Mm-hmm. So, the, and then how would you monetize it, right? Would you charge a subscription, things like that? So. That really, like, it, it didn't really work out. But it, it, we were going to build it for, like, ourselves internally mm-hmm. uh, just because of dad's real estate business and stuff. But I said, you know what? It, it's not the right fit. Um, so we put that one, and we, we decided not to proceed forward with that. So was that called Tree Trunk? Um, that was that was actually called, uh, what was it called? It was called TT Net. TT Net. Oh, man. We got, we got, that, that's not a good... <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, got, we got way better at brand yeah. marketing that's since so 2015. TT Net. TT You know, I actually just got rid of the domain. I was paying for it for like four or five years. I'm like, why am I even paying for this? I'd that's never so use funny. it again. How, how did you spell that? It was literally TT yeah. and then N-E-T, Net. <laughs> like, it was like Tree Trunk Networking or something. I don't even know. It was, that's it was, pretty funny. It was a bad idea. Not yeah. very... Uh, uh, yeah. Search oh, but, engine optimization friendly. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but TT stood for tree trunk. Tree trunk, yeah. 
Why, why tree trunk? Okay, yeah. so <laughs> growing up, my mom always said to me, money doesn't grow on trees. So I just had to prove her wrong. <laughs> Hence, I named the company Tree Trunk. <laughs> got it, I got it. That's so funny. That's, 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 how that's we, a typical uh, yeah. Asian parent thing to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you know what? Got to prove him wrong. <laughs> so yeah, now you, cre- so you created TTNet. Yeah. Didn't go well. Uh, uh, it was, it was, we were building that, but what was happening is while the, because at that point I was fairly new to software. I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. I had some devs building it and I had a lot of free time, mm-hmm. uh, just out of high school, helping dad with some real estate transactions here and there, you know, just learning the ropes, you know, uh, more of an assistant at the time there. Uh, and then I said, you know what? Like I was looking at the inefficiencies in the real estate listings because mm-hmm. he used to do a lot of listings, but what would happen is there's challenges, things like, you know, signs not going up, photos not done on time, measurements not complete. Uh, feature sheets not being delivered, homes being laid on MLS. And I said, okay, you know what? I have some free time. Let me clean that up for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went through, started doing that. Um, I think he was doing a good amount of listings per month. So it was really, we started building a process for it. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was when we started doing it for him, other realtors were like, oh, I wish someone would do it for me too. And I said, okay, <laughs> light bulb goes off. And I said, okay, I'll do it for you guys too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we started building out the processes for that. Uh, we built out some software. The original version of the Tree Trunk app was nothing like it is today. Mm-hmm. It was very, very bad. One thing that I, I, I did learn over the years is that the user experience matters. Yeah. Um, it's something that we were very bad at at the beginning, where we like we didn't listen to feedback. And I think that's the one thing that you really have to do mm-hmm. is really listen to what the people are telling you. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you know you think you know it all, but really you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started with that. We started building this product uh, to help track internally mm-hmm. uh, how we can use our, uh, our, our marketing in-house, right? So uh, how do we track the photos, measurements, order status, that kind of stuff. And along the road, some service provider said to us, hey, you know, we really like your tools. Wish we had something like that for ourselves. And then another light bulb goes off. <laughs> and then we say, okay, you know what? We can customize this so that other providers can use the platform too, mm-hmm. where it can track their billing and invoicing and order management and trip system and inventory and all of that out. So we built a really, really complicated operation system and uh, kind of swayed away from the marketing side and really built out this platform. So really, Tree Trunk is kind of built in two parts. There is the marketing, which is the, uh, the, the services where, which we fulfill, and then there is the operations platform. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the beauty of it is, is that we can not only c- fulfill the service, but then we also have the software to track the logistics and operations, which gives us a good scaling advantage over a lot of competitors. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's where people trip up. It's, okay, how do you scale this? You can do one home, you can do 10 homes. How do you do 500 homes, mm-hmm. right? And that's what we've been kind of testing out here on how do we do this on scale. Mm. Uh, I just want to be clear for the people listening um, what Tree Trunk actually does. Yeah. So Tree Trunk is, is is an app or like a program that realtors, it's for built for realtors. Yeah. Uh, that like when they're selling yeah. a home, you provide access to like putting their for sale signs up. Yeah. You put our like brochures. Yeah. Or... Um, what else? So, so we, yeah. we have the full scale of products, right? Yeah. So the, the vision with Tree Trunk is that, you know, we should be able to help a realtor take care of everything that they need on the listing side. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, within the, the, the confines of like the, the rules of, of the real estate boards and stuff, right? So 
like you know it's like we can't do your paperwork for you and docusign <laughs> it right we wish we could yeah um but there are things that we can do right so we can uh, uh take care of your photos mm -hmm. so what we mean by that is we can actually schedule it for you we'll book it we'll get the photos uh the measurements the signs we can print and design business cards feature sheets flyers um, one of the cool things that really differentiates us from a lot of other companies out there mm -hmm. is we'll actually write your descriptions on your homes and fill it up on MLS for you too. All you do is have to review it, let us know if there's any changes and click submit. Mm -hmm. uh, we can do uh, the virtual tours, um, really the, the whole suite of products there whatever you need to list your home. And we also have it as packages. So if you're looking to sell a condo, we have a package for that. You just click on it, add it to cart, and we'll take care of everything. Mm -hmm. Do you guys do measurements too? Yep, measurements, floor plans. Um, Crazy. The, the, the whole scope there. Um, we we got to try, um, try them out, right? You can test it out. Yeah. 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 How long did it take you to get it all going? I know like mm -hmm. this is the front end, this is what your service is and, and everything, but... Uh, let's talk about the how long it took you to get to build it to where it's at right now. Oh, five five years. Because you know when <laughs> I started, when I started five years ago, I did not know any of the stuff I know today. Yeah. Um, five years ago when we started doing marketing, and I still have the originals of this at home. We had pieces like of paper, eight and a half by eleven, with check boxes, mm -hmm. where you'd literally print a sheet of paper, fill up the realtor's name at the top, and track this document throughout checklist. the whole thing checklist yeah. uh, and we have one of those and, and literally just keep it in a folder and then keep going back to it try to remember that use a, something similar mm -hmm. for billing so that's that's how we started out there right uh but till today we're still building we're still developing we're still improving and now it's how do we make it simpler right mm -hmm. before we said okay how do we do the most complex things mm -hmm. and we got really good building complex things and doing complex things but now, how do we simplify it? How do we make it easier for the user? Mm -hmm. And that's really been the battle there. Yeah, for sure. Because I think that the older generation, yeah, like they they don't like complicated things, so they they like to do things uh, as simple as they can. And if it's not user friendly to them, like they're just gonna you know, not use it or walk away from it, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that's that's a big challenge, especially with our demographic. A lot of real estate agents are on the older side. Mm -hmm. By older, I mean like above like 40. 50, yeah, yeah, above yeah. 50. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> coming from a 23-year-old, everything's older. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, that's, and, and we noticed that a lot of the demographic, they don't want to order online. They want to pick up the phone and call in, mm -hmm. right? Um, so it's, it's a whole shift in like the model where, okay, now do you need a sales rep? If you need a sales rep, do you have a sales team? Do you have a sales manager mm -hmm. who's going through the process with them? So it really changes the whole model of the business. So then you really have two options. Do you want to pursue it with a model of being a tech company where you really just push the app and start, you know, uh, cultivating people that are younger on the younger side and they'll grow along with the product? Mm -hmm. Or do you start chasing the demographic of the older, dem uh, the older agents, right? And even with that too... Uh, Quite often enough, a lot of the ones that have been in the industry longer are the ones that do a lot more volume mm -hmm. just because they, they've been there longer, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you have to decide now, do you want people that will be recurring revenue or do you want to get new clients all the time? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a little bit of a, a challenge there. W which one would you guys say you were, are focusing more on? Yeah. Like who's your demographic? I, I, I would say we'd, we'd go with the, the younger demographic, yeah. um, especially just because the, the older demographic, you know, they're, they're very set in their ways a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And they, they don't value their time as much as somebody in the younger generation does. You know, why spend two hours on something if you don't have to, mm -hmm. right? If it's going to cost you the same thing, especially, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Like if you compare our pricing, 
uh, our whole package, photos, measurements, sign, description, MLS, Facebook ads, um, all the uh, sign installation. We even installed your sign in that mm-hmm. is like 430 bucks. That's pretty reasonable. It's yeah. yeah. And, and if you compare it to other companies, some companies will charge you 500 bucks for photos and measurements only. Yeah. So we're, we're really, really priced competitively. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also save people their time. Mm-hmm. So then we decided to stick to, you know, whatever demographic kind of falls that product line. I think instead of chasing the customer, mm-hmm. we should put out a product that the customers really want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a good idea, but the, also the the older population is like yeah the largest populations to yeah. like the baby boomers yeah no for sure and but I think that it'd be really tough for them to actually like try and do this because they don't like change yeah like probably like our like our parents generation right like yeah they like doing things the way the same the way they've been doing because that's how they've been doing for the last twenty yeah. years yeah. right so it's really hard to get that uh, mind shift in them to actually mm. want to try something new yeah. and, and, uh, you know, save that time and, and money. Yeah, on it of too, course. So, so we, we do have an option where they can go online and th- th- our phone number is there too. If they pick up the phone and call in, mm-hmm. somebody will, will help them out. Mm-hmm. So th- there is that option. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're really trying to push towards more on the app and more on the mobile website and stuff. Yeah. That's smart though. Yeah. Cause you want like a, a growing population mm-hmm. uh, of younger people that actually want to use this product. Yeah. And, and as they get bigger and, and longer in the industry, then, yeah. They'll also grow with the product as well. Yeah. Being 23. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you feel like there's any age discrimination of like what for me, I know when I was 23 yeah. and I was a mortgage broker, I felt a lot of people were judging yeah. me. Do, do you get that? <laughs> it, 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 it was worse when I was 18. I promise you. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> when you're 18, no one, nobody, no, nobody. no one takes you seriously. Yeah, no one takes, <laughs> no you, one takes you seriously. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's Yeah. Uh, that definitely, 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 there's a little bit of age discrimination. Mm-hmm. How, how have you dealt with that? Yeah. Uh, you know, you got a lot of employees too, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. 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 Especially like one thing that I, I stopped doing when I started originally, I would tell people how old I am, especially people that worked with me. Um, <laughs> well, I, when you told me how old you were after, <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, especially people that I, that I work with, I, I usually try to, uh, not mention it too early on yeah uh, especially like with team members and stuff because you know it it kind of like blurs things a little bit right especially then people get a little bit distracted maybe sometimes with the age versus you know the the accomplishments mm-hmm. right so I, I try to always go with like a results like driven focus where like look this is what who we are this is what we've achieved right and uh the age is just there but you know a, a lot of the time there is a little bit of discrimination with that especially from like uh, people that are successful in their older ways, mm-hmm. then it's it's a little bit challenging with those ones. But you know, you gotta you gotta pick your battles too. You know, mm-hmm. you can't convince everybody of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really relative too, because like your experience as an eighteen year old um, is probably a lot greater than the average eighteen year old. So you can't yeah. really put that into perspective, yeah. because it's it's really how you value your time and what you're using it for, and and also creating those experiences. Because like even for us as thirty year olds. I feel like we've done a lot compared to other 30 year olds, right? So it's like, it's really relative to like your experience and your time that you've put into your, your, uh, your trade. So, yeah, I think, I think it's a mindset also Yeah, where, um, you know, I didn't care also. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I'm young, but (laughs) I'm more driven, you know? Yeah, of course. Like I'm willing to put in the work. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think if, uh, 
for people that are like, hey, I'm too young, I'm too old. It's all it's no, all no, mindset. It's all in your head. Yeah. If if you want to get something done, you'll get it done. Exactly. Um, if you're looking for an excuse, you'll always find an excuse. Hundred um, percent. I find excuses sometimes too for myself. You know, yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. The market wouldn't like that. The market wouldn't like this. But really, it's an excuse. Mm-hmm. So you, you really have to filter out those excuses and really like, you know, push forward. If if you want something bad enough, you'll find a way to get it. Yeah, 100%. Are you the oldest sibling? Yeah, I'm the oldest sibling. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a lot of responsibilities then too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, it's it's not bad. I have, uh, I, it's me and I have a younger brother, uh-huh. the one that's here right now. <laughs> and then I have a sister. So my sister is uh, 10 years younger than me. Okay. So the, she's a baby of the family. Oh, she's 10 years she's younger. She's 10 years younger than me. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, that's, that's it. There's the three of us. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when did you grow? When did you start Swiper? Swiper? Okay. Oh, home Swiper. Home Swiper? Yeah. yeah. So it's always been something I've wanted to do. So and, what is Home Swiper? Okay. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Home Swiper really is our This way- is your second yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah. So Home Swiper is our way of really pushing forward the buying experience, right? We're looking at it and we're saying, okay, people like people need to buy a home. People want to buy a home. But there's a lot of obstacles in the way, right? Um, it's not really like a smooth process a lot of the time. It's hard to find houses. It's hard to set up criteria with the realtor. There's a lot of back and forth. And the demographic nowadays likes doing things themselves, right? It's, it's, it's a trend where they want a good experience, but if they can do something themselves, they'll take care of it, right? Or they, they like being involved in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're doing with HomeSwiper is kind of building out a platform and an application where people can go online and do a lot of the things that they need to do for searching for a home, right? Where they can see the homes nearby them, uh, they can search, they can set their own search criteria, they can favorite their houses. Mm-hmm. But one feature that really distinguishes us from everyone else out there is our Book Now feature. So what happens on our Book Now feature on HomeSwiper is you go, you see a home you like, you click Book Now. And we'll schedule it with someone from our team to go have a look and show you that house. Mm. Um, so instead of filling up, hey, you know, my name is John Smith. I want to see this home at 3 p.m. I'm a home buyer. You know how those forms go, yeah. right? It's literally, cl- uh, you, once you have an account created, you literally click and you, you, you request the appointment. And then someone from our booking team will take care of all of the logistics and let you know you're good to go. Crazy. So, mm-hmm. so someone, and this is across Canada? Across Canada. So we, we have listings across Canada. We're just uh, doing the final testing stages here in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we work out all the little bugs, then we're going to start scaling it. So you have a buying side mm-hmm. uh, website, yeah. and then you also have Tree Trunk, yeah. which is for the selling side. For the selling side, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then you also do real estate. Yeah. So, and, and, and the operations. Yeah. So we, we're good with buying, we're good with selling, we're good with operations. Uh, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good setup. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what, now what it comes down to is execution and building a great team. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you, I used to think you could do everything yourself. You can't, you need an exceptional team to really execute it out. Yeah. When did you learn that? Because I feel like I just started to learn that too. You need yeah. support, right? So I, I think I learned that in the last three to six months. Okay. This same time last year, mm-hmm. I had one employee, uh, two, including a, a software developer. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that was really it. Uh, today, I have almost about 40 mm-hmm. plus contractors and this and that. Uh, some of them are part-time. Some of them are full-time. Mm-hmm. But I, somewhere along the lines, I had a little shift there. Because really what happened before was I was micromanaging everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why it took me five years to build a, sh- a platform. 
compared to the amount of time I spent on Homeswiper now. Mm-hmm. Before, I wanted to control every single detail. Now it's more like, okay, you know, I trust you guys. You guys are good. Take care of it. And then just send it to me for to have a look at afterwards. Mm-hmm. And once you can really make that shift, and you, you got to understand that nobody's going to do anything 100% the way you want it or the way you like it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might be surprised. It might be better than you expect. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's going to be not what you expect. But that's where you come in as a mentor and as a leader, and you got to coach people up to where the standard is. Mm-hmm. Or you got to find people that, that beat the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, the way I look at it is, you know, nobody's going to be 100% of what you want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what, if you can get somebody that's going to give you 70% of what you want, take that person. Because mm-hmm. really, um, like, the way that I look at it, it's like 80% of the people will give you 50% of what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have like that 10% that's going to get you that like 70%. Mm-hmm. And then if you find somebody that can give you exactly what you want, hire them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Don't even think twice about it. Get that person on your team. Because that is very, very hard to find, whether it's on marketing, development, design, accounting. It's really hard to find good, talented, qualified people. How are you finding these people? We, we, so uh, before I would find, I, I think it's a, a little bit of good process, a little bit of good sheer luck. Um, so, for example, with my dev team, I found uh, one dev. Uh, so uh, my old dev team, I found one dev. Dev is development. Developer, yeah, yep. software developer. Yep. So my, my first dev team, I found one dev, and then uh, he referred me another two. So at that point, we had a team of three, mm-hmm. and then uh, we, f- we hired one off of Indeed or something, got four. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing now. Th- that team kind of uh, circulated out, especially with different projects and stuff. And now we have a new team, found one dev, and then he recruited five more just through their network. So a lot of the people that we hire are through referral bases. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the occasional ones that come in from interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the interviews ones, we have a good HR setup. Mm-hmm. So we have a HR manager and a recruiter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they work together uh, to help source candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they find candidates, they do the first round of interviews, second round of interviews, and then they send it to me at the third round after we kind of decide that there might be a decent fit. And then from there, we might give them a trial project or something and say, hey, you know, why don't you try this out? We'll pay you for your time and see if they're a fit. If they're a fit, we bring them on the team full time. If they're not a fit, unfortunately, we either find a position that works for them mm-hmm. or we say, hey, you know, so we're sorry. It's not a good fit at the moment. Damn. Are they all local? Uh, we have a mix. We, we have a good mix. We have local. We have people in Vancouver, Toronto. We have Saudi Arabia. We have the Philippines. Uh, we have a really diverse team. Uh, so, uh, and then, uh, yeah, so it's, it's crazy with the work hours too, cause everybody's on a different schedule. <laughs> That's cool though. Yeah. Um, but you know, especially in, in today's world where everyone's working from home, you know, if you can find qualified talent anywhere in the world, what's wrong with that? Right. Cause yeah. it's, 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 it's an opportunity. Yeah. It's a digital age, right? Yeah. So, I mean, everything is accessible online and everyone has access yeah. through computer zoom whatever oh, yeah and it's especially now all these companies are, are spending billions of dollars on building even better tools for people to work from home mm-hmm. uh we we implement things like you know uh time tracking and screenshotting so every 30 seconds the app takes a screenshot of what the people are working on all that kind of stuff like there's that's there's, crazy yeah yeah there's a there's a lot of like cool technology out there to really help you run a team I feel like you have gone through a lot of growth then in the last yeah. six, five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would say it's it's been exponential. Like, yeah. like if you look at my first year and my second year, 
it's it was very like marginal if you look at the second and the third it's got and i feel like the goal is every year just to do double of what we were doing the last year mm-hmm. yeah uh, like i i think like this last 12 months has been really really like uh really expedited it, it's like it, it feels like a, a whole new person whole new year kind of thing it's funny because the first time i saw you guys was actually at the crab forecast yeah. in 2018 yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Because him and I were there, and uh, yeah. we we saw your booth. I actually took one of your cards. Because yeah. I was like, Chi what is this? I was like, and then um, it's funny, like, how many years is that now? Two years later, like, we we meet up. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, I recognize <laughs> you. So it's actually pretty funny that yeah. uh, it's come, like, full circle now. Because yeah. that, that's when we just joined up, like, end of 2017. And then uh, Forecast 2018, we, we went to that, so... Yeah, that was two years ago. I remember that. Time goes so fast. Yeah. Yeah. What What would you say, like, has made you grown so fast? So, like, what happened? Um, I I think the the biggest thing was a little bit of a shift in mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, before like, did you read a book? Like, was there a um, mentor? Like, um, what, what, what triggered it? So some of it was, you know, the, the desire to, you know, I want to do more. Mm-hmm. And how do you accomplish more? The only way you can accomplish more is really by having more people help you out. You, you only physically have so many hours in a day, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's and, and then on top of that, there's a couple of like really uh, uh, good books out there. You know, um, uh, the... What's a good example here? The subtle art of not giving a fuck. You know, there's that. There's there's a couple good ones. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, once you read a whole bunch of different books, you kind of change your perspective. You meet some people, and the the uh, a lot of good people actually. I've been very fortunate to run into very very good people that have really helped me guide along the way. Mm-hmm. Where they you know they say things like, "Hey, you know, you can focus on certain things. Don't do things that aren't worth your time." Um, Nawaz is, uh, really harps that too. He, you know, <laughs> I've gotten in a lot of trouble for wasting time on a lot of things that don't matter. Um, yeah, he's known for like, don't waste my time with yeah. anything. No, no, he, he's <laughs> Don't great. talk to me. No, no, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Oh, man. he is. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, he knows how to whip you into shape. Yeah. 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 It's, it's funny you say that because in his podcast, that was exactly what he said too, was mindset. Yeah. Like it wasn't a problem with the business itself. It was his own personal mindset. Yeah. Exactly. And, and once he fixed his own mindset on whatever tasks that he didn't think was possible, it actually made it even mm-hmm. better. So mindset is key on anything you're doing, especially with business. Yeah, I, I think the biggest shift in mindset was uh, back in 2015. It was always, I was always thinking, you know, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Let's add this. Let's add this. Let's add this. Let's be ready. Mm-hmm. And then there goes five years. Yeah. Five years later, I'm still not ready yet. Yeah. And then it flipped on me. I said, okay, you know what? I'm never going to be ready. Let's just go. Let's just do things. Let's just move. Mm-hmm. And and that's really where the the speed is really picked up. Because mm-hmm. you know we're not you're, when you're not like you know planning. Because you know things never go as planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you got to have a kind of general idea of where you want to go, mm-hmm. and then you just got to let things happen and fall in place. Yeah. yeah, I think that's where a lot of people struggle. Is they just keep planning and not execute. Yeah, because you're gonna actually learn a lot more by failing. Yeah, by just jumping in yeah. and, and like learning and just doing it yourself right it like scares people well like for me example like when we were moving to equium yeah i was so like i'm not ready for yeah. this conveyancing deal i'm not we're yeah. not ready for to do this we're not ready to do this and i realized it was actually so simple and so easy yeah and all that was created in my brain right of course and you literally like i realized what i learned from that is like you just got to just do it and you'll de- you're bigger 
you're big enough to deal with anything that yeah. comes your way, yeah. right? Don't you can never be a hundred percent ready. Yeah. Right. You just gotta gotta believe in yourself, gotta believe that exactly. things are gonna happen. Yeah. If it works out also, that's like a bonus. If it yeah. doesn't, you learn, yeah. right? Of Ver- course. Versus like years and years of planning doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. 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 You just it, gotta try. Yeah. You, like if you don't ever try you, like you're never going to succeed and, and uh, you're never going to learn from the mistakes that you're going to make because you're going to make mistakes as you go through it. And like the only thing that you can really do is just like plan. Yeah. And learn, Yeah, plan and learn and try. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's really, I, th- I think that was my, my biggest strength, especially at like when I was right out of high school, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, let's try it. Let's see what can happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So right out of high school, um, you didn't go to college. You already knew nope. you were doing. Yeah, I was like, you That's know, awesome. what? I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you know, what? I'll learn along the way there. So, for example, even for software, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like how did you start developing? <laughs> yeah, li- literally. Um, so what happened was is that we got our first dev. Yeah, uh, and I used to sit with him by his computer for like his whole shift, and I would just read the code, and I was like, okay, how do I do this? What do I do here? So you hired a developer yeah and you just sat with him to watch I sat with him for hours <laughs> so you you were paying some guy to develop but you're also learning from him yes i was just oh, I, yeah. I, he used to drive me crazy sometimes he's a great guy um but literally i was i was sitting there for hours and hours and hours and i would be such a little <laughs> i'd be such a pain i'd be like you know, i don't like the color make it like <laughs> change the color shrink the, the text <laughs> poor guy uh but you know, but that that's really how I learned how to read code and understand and learn the jargon and learn all that kind of stuff. Because, you know... Would you say you can code now? I, I wouldn't say I can code, but I can read code pretty well. No. Like, I, I'm really good at, like, finding, like, mistakes and stuff in code. Like, they'll just be like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. this is a problem or you can... It, it, it's been a really valuable skill mm-hmm. uh, where, like, you know, if there's a problem that I can offer some solutions. Like, five years ago, I would not have any solution for anything. They'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a problem. I'd be like, good luck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now, you know, I can kind of be like okay you know did you try this did you test that out what's happening here uh what what steps have you tried you know did you consider this and um i wouldn't say i'm I'm the best candidate for it but Mm -hmm. i'm definitely uh better than than average Mm -hmm. like where i I, at least i can communicate with them i think the biggest hurdle is if you're not able to communicate with the team then it's very hard to get things done but if you can understand the problem at least i think that's the first step Mm -hmm. did you like when you first got out and you were hiring were you like to build the website costs money. Obviously, yeah. like, did you have investors? Like, how did you get that going? Like, how how did you, or did you just like use your own money that you made from real estate? No, like, no. So yeah. a, a lot of uh, it's it's been it's been quite uh, a mix. We have some, uh, we have a lot of money from like mom and dad money. Yeah, uh, thank thank them. <laughs> yeah. I, I I used to help them with a lot of real estate sales. So what I would do is be like, okay, you know, I'm helping with deals. Help me out here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's that trade-off. that's where I got a lot of the the capital from. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we do have a couple investors, mm-hmm. people that have helped us out along the way. We have a couple loans, because mm-hmm. um, you know it's 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 no easy feat, you know, to come up with. I think it's it's I know <laughs> yeah. I know it's it's expensive, yeah. and it it because you know like it it really adds up yeah, over time, yeah. you know it, it it really does, and especially when you start out, you're not as cost efficient as you are, you know, when you when you kind of understand what's what you're doing and mm-hmm. and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Developers aren't cheap either. Developers are not cheap. Especially, <laughs> they are, especially local ones. <laughs> yeah, no, no. They're very, very expensive. That's probably the biggest line item. Yeah. My, my biggest line item is software developers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's it's the cost of building a great product, right? Mm-hmm. So the way that I look at it is, look, I could cut down costs and, you know, always think of, you know, what if? What if we did this? What if we did that? Mm-hmm. Or we proceed forward and see where it takes us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know... 
um, I'm, I'm confident in it or else I wouldn't put my, my our own money on stake, right? Like, yeah, yeah. If, I, if I didn't believe in the product, I wouldn't be into it for, for this much. For sure, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. You're investing in what you believe in, too. Yeah. Because so. the, the, the way that I look at it is, is that's where the, the future of, of, the, of like real estate is. It's experience-based. Real estate agents uh, will spend less time on process, more time giving an exceptional experience. I, and I, I don't see any reason why that wouldn't be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if we believe in that, then we should be putting our money where our mouth is, right? Yeah, I totally agree with you um, with how the direction for service is the real estate experience where they're going to, there's so many realtors out there. Right. Yeah. And it's just creating more value and people like that experience with like their closing. It's a big transaction. Right. And when you are able to have more time to focus on that, I feel like that's where your business will grow. Right. Yeah. One of our uh, associates that just joined us, um, Harold, you know, he's been doing some big, big experiences, right? Like, buys a red carpet yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. for the possession that's yeah. perfect that's yeah. perfect does a, and then no, like he's on the right track yeah you know and he doesn't like um the busier he gets he's not gonna want to be focusing on and that's those, that's where people those, miss out yeah right yeah because you know the thing about a salesperson is the best salespeople aren't the be- people that are the best at paperwork mm-hmm. and logistics mm-hmm. they're the best people at making pe- people feel good mm-hmm. you know the best salespeople will make anybody feel good, no matter who they are, what they're doing, what the transaction is. It doesn't even matter if they're making money or not. Mm-hmm. That's the generally the, the, the nature of, of really good salespeople, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's usually how a good experience goes, right? Because really, how often do you spend five hundred thousand, a million dollars, two million dollars? It's a it's a lot of money, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and if you compare it, let's say you go spend a two thousand dollars on a suit, they're gonna go, they're gonna get you water, they're gonna fit you, they're gonna mm-hmm. seat you, they'll take care of you. You go to a restaurant, you get an expensive meal, they treat you really well. Mm-hmm. But then there's a disconnect there where there's there's five thousand five hundred realtors in Calgary, mm-hmm. and then how many of them are giving that kind of experience that they should be getting when they're getting making a seven ten thousand dollar commission? Mm-hmm. There's, there's a big disconnect there. Yeah. So one of two things are going to happen with that, right? If, if there is a gap. So with the gap, there's, there's only two options. Either the agents have to bridge that gap and provide a better experience or the fee structure will go down, mm-hmm. right? Which is already... Which is, which yeah. is it, exactly. A and lot then, of companies are... Com- yeah. 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 That's why you have your... Um, uh, the your, discount brokerages. Yeah, your discount brokerages. Purple you have, Bricks. Exactly. Yeah, purple yeah, Bricks, yeah, Comfrey, yeah, yeah. all those. Because they're saying, okay, you know, we can we can systemize the process and we can cut costs, give you a little bit less experience, and you, uh, you'll you save a bit of money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. On the flip side, some companies are going the other way. Companies like us, where we're saying, okay, you know what? What we'll do is we'll give you the same cost, but what we'll do is we'll make the, the experience exceptional. Mm-hmm. Right, and then people will choose. People that want to save money will always save money. People mm-hmm. that want an experience will always pay for an experience. Yeah. Right, but you you it, you you don't want to be like stuck in the middle there in that gap. You don't want to yeah. fall through the cracks there. Um, it's, it's like someone buying a knockoff bag exactly. and buying like a Louis Vuitton. It's like they're two different markets. It's, it's you know two different I mean? markets, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's so many different markets for realtors yeah. in, in in that segment, right? Yeah, yeah. There's and, so many different, yeah. And 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 you know, I I I, I always believe in in experience. 
good experience, good service. I, I think that's, that's the way to go. You know, cost, people will never remember how good the deal was. Mm-hmm. They'll always remember afterwards, oh, how bad the experience was, yeah. <laughs> right? And, you know, and, and people don't understand that even with, with pricing in real estate, right, is like if somebody can't negotiate their own commission, mm-hmm. how are they going to, if they can't negotiate their money, how are they going to negotiate your money? Mm-hmm. Uh, I always, that always, like, it, it, I, I don't understand it. You know, because of course I've been to quite a few listing appointments mm-hmm. and somebody will come in and say, hey, you know, that guy's doing it for me for like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Hire that guy. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Try doesn't it even pay for marketing. <laughs> doesn't pay for marketing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's and, crazy. Yeah. And, and, and that's that's the difference there. Right. It's now do you want somebody qualified that can get the job done? That, and, and I'm not saying that people that are, that are on the discounts are not qualified. There's a lot of qualified people out there, but you're not going to get the same product. Yeah. It, it's, it's like buying computers. You can buy a cheaper computer. You can buy a nicer computer. It's all, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But Yeah. I read this article about how it said like just from one negative experience, yeah. you need five positive experiences just to bring you back to zero. Yeah. Because people always remember the negative. They, yeah. remember the, they don't remember the positive. Of course. So if like the service is great at the very beginning... And uh, it's been all like uh, great to all, like the very end, and then one thing just happens, they forget everything. Everything that else, before. yeah. So they, and they really just focus on the negative. So yeah. you have to always tr- uh, turn that positive or the negative to a positive. Yeah, yeah. Straight quote, but <laughs> no, it's very true, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, like in the last two years, what would you say you've learned the most about uh, business? Because yeah, you, you accounting, <laughs> accounting, man. accounting, the financial side. The financial yeah. side. Um, I'm I'm very good at spending money. I got to get better at making money. <laughs> well, you spent a lot of money. I spent a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, what what I learned is really how do you get the most for your dollar? Okay. Right. Uh, that's really what I I've been working on and learning, uh, as well as you know how to be better with books management, all that kind of stuff. Because you know there, there's only so many things you can do in a day, yeah. especially when you have so many projects on the go. Mm-hmm. There, there are places that you you do miss, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think that was one of the places that I that I was weak on was accounting and all that. So now, of course, allocating time to that, uh, that and team building in HR. Yeah. I think I think you, you you need you need four good things. You need good operations. You need good management. You need good HR, uh, good um, uh, good accounting, and good R and D. If you take care of those four things, you're golden. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is you do like entrepreneurs when they first start out. Um, I especially I know for myself is like money management. Yeah. Right. You you're you're all about focusing on getting the business, growing yeah. the business. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say I learned that too. Right in yeah. my early stages, where it's like, yeah, let's just spend so much money. This is this. Right. Well, who cares? Right. But you're not actually budgeting. Right. Yeah. You're not. You're not looking at where your money's mm-hmm. going. You're just spending it. And there's a big gap between the expectation of being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and the reality. Mm-hmm. I swear. You look. You go online. You go on Instagram, and everybody's in a private jet. You know. It's it's <laughs> it's very different. Yeah. You know. <laughs> really, like if, if that's you, why we're doing the podcast because people yeah. see that, but they don't understand the behind the business. Oh yeah, be, too, behind right? the work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like it's it's but there is a gap especially what you see online yeah oh yeah Yeah. and if if you believe what you see online you're gonna put yourself in trouble yeah um like (laughs) so like being being a business owner is basically like being your company slave that's really what it is yeah no matter what happens when somebody needs help you have to be there you got to be available Mm -hmm. um 
for, for example, yesterday, I started my day at 6.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had messages already at 6.30. I finished at 2 in the morning. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, different, different team. Some people were like, stay, like uh, one of our software devs stayed in late to help us with take care of some of the changes we're making on the site. Mm-hmm. And they needed feedback and this and that. And you got to be there. You got to be available. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Your time um, doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Your, your time is free. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else's time is free in the business except yours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you when you are an entrepreneur, especially at the beginning, yeah. right? Um, you are actually like, pe- people think it's like you're not working for someone, yeah. right? But you actually are working for like the business and the company. Yeah. So you're actually working more. even more. Yeah. Um, but it's more fulfilling because it's yours, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's your time and how you make it, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think people definitely don't realize how much work yeah. is needed to even get to certain levels of business. It's it's not when they see stuff on Instagram yeah. or like social media, they think that it was very easy to get there. Yeah. But there's so much Oh yeah. Like even getting a house sold, okay? Yeah, yeah people just see us yeah, yeah. houses <laughs> sold, okay? They oh, don't man. see like that could have been like three yeah. failed offers, like yeah, like, you like know, how 500 many, showing. Yeah, five, <laughs> like, you know, like. It's funny. Because, yeah. like, when I would talk yeah. to, like, friends I haven't talked to in a while, they're always like, oh, it seems like you guys are busy. It's like, oh, it seems like this. Or it's you're like, so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, actually, we're fucking working hard. Like, yeah. We were just with a client yesterday and we were telling her, like, the amount of hours that we work. And yeah. she was like, holy shit. Like, you guys are fucked. <laughs> they don't expect yeah. it. Oh, yeah. But they don't see that. They, like, like, when I share it, five second video they don't see what i'm doing yeah. like three hours before right like we're working how many clients we're talking oh, to yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean oh yeah you have a bad day the mortgage instructions are late yeah, yeah. uh the, the seller's lawyer doesn't want to close anymore yeah. you got to pay interest yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no one sees that nobody right? sees that yeah. and, oh, that, and that's like that's why i love this podcast because like it's we get to actually share like the yeah. realness of, yeah. of the business mm-hmm. where you know, if you do want to get into entrepreneurship or business, it's like, it's not a walk in the park, Yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot e- easier now because we've done it for so long. Yeah. So we've created yeah. structures and, you know, but definitely at the beginning stages yeah. is, is it's it's huge growing pain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very, like to start a business from scratch and even be successful with it is very, very, very hard. But the beauty mm-hmm. is, is it's fulfilling. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look back and you say, oh, you know, three years ago I was doing this and now today I'm doing this. And you look back and you say, okay, wow, you know, this, we came a long way. Mm-hmm. That's where you get that fulfillment, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, um. For me, sometimes, you know, I just drive by and I see a, a realtor's for sale sign and it has a little tree trunk sticker on it. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that like <laughs> yeah. makes my day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's the little things, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of sweat that goes into this, blood, sweat, and tears. Like, mm-hmm. um, and that's, that's for everybody. Anybody that's, that's trying to work hard, trying to achieve a dream, they got to work hard. Mm-hmm. Like um, Michael Jordan was in the gym all day, every day. He had yeah. to be. And he always watched all his replays yeah. too to yeah. see where he could yeah. do better. He wasn't watching how other players were playing; he was watching yeah, how he course. was playing. You got you got to focus on yourself, stay in your own lane, yeah, and and push hard. What do you think motivates you though at this age? I mean, <laughs> I felt like I was like I've always enjoyed yeah. my life and like, but like I'm at twenty three, I wasn't working that many yeah. hours. You it's know? you know. I just, I really want to make a difference. I think that's, that's really what it is. When you combine the, hey, you know, I want to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And then the way I start my day every morning is I wake up, I look at the clock and I'm like, you know what? There's billion dollar companies I got to compete with. I don't have time <laughs> to be sleeping right now. <laughs> uh, 
Because that's honest, a big mindset, though, to be thinking yeah. like that, right? For sure. Because yeah. you know the, the 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 reality is is like Zillow, Redfin, uh, yeah. EXP, yeah. Trulia, Remax. Like we're we're a small fish. We're nothing. Yeah. Um, and if you want to if you want to compete with those big players, the only way you can beat them is speed. Mm-hmm. You have to be faster than them. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're not going to beat them at, at scale or size or any of that thing. You're going to beat them with speed. And mm-hmm. if you want to win, you got to go fast. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really you know wake up in the morning and you got to motivate yourself. You got to what and whatever that is, whether it's hey you know I want to make a difference in the world. I want to beat this company. I want to grow. I want to provide a better life for my family. Mm-hmm. You got to find your spark. And then wake up in the morning, think of that spark, and be like, "Go!" Hundred <laughs> yeah, percent, because it's it's like what they say, like it's like work smarter but not harder. Yeah. It's like why don't you work smart and work yeah, harder? Yeah, exactly. You'll fucking pass them way faster. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, your your business model is scalable, and I know that you mentioned that a, a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Where like you want to go um, across Canada, right? Yeah. Uh, when when people are doing the home swiper on the buy side, though, how do you guys generate? money on that side so the way that it's going to work is uh basically a referral process mm. so we'll have uh selected real estate agents uh, like you guys <laughs> working oh, yeah. with us uh <laughs> yeah. across canada yeah and then we'll send them the leads whenever they close a deal we'll get a little bit of a kickback there mm-hmm. nice mm. nice it's a volume game yeah, it's, yeah. it's a volume game yeah and really the the goal for us it was less on the monetization it was more on how do we build a great search experience yeah because you know it's really easy to monetize a great product mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's very hard to build, uh, like try to make money and just get it out of everybody. You got, you got to, you got to build something great. Like for example, look at like an iPhone. Mm-hmm. They, when they, when they came out, especially back in 2007, they were different. They were bold. They, they were simple, mm-hmm. you know, um, you didn't have to change your, uh, your battery in your phone, you know, yeah. things mm-hmm. like that. Like it was, it, you, you, you could press one button and do everything. And the mm-hmm. whole screen was a phone. The whole screen was a phone. Yeah. What? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and I, if you remember the iPhone originally started like 349 in Canada, yeah. 349 bucks today, they're $2,000 for this, for a similar product. Yeah. Uh, people I, are still buying them. People yeah. are still buying them because yeah. what they did is they built an exceptional product <laughs> and that's what we want to do. We want to mm. build an exceptional product. That's funny. I still have my original iPhone too. It's like a brick. It still oh, works. Yeah, no, they're they're yeah. they're, they're great. I, I have I have a, like a, a graveyard of uh, of iPhones just yeah. sitting around somewhere. <laughs> when you say like build a product, I feel I feel like you have hit this market where you're actually trying to work with realtors. I, yeah, I see a lot of business models with brokerages and new business real estate models. Uh, it's like they're trying to eliminate. Yeah, filters. you know, it's and I, I don't really stand by that model. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't want to be the person trying to put one hundred and twenty five thousand people out of work. It's mm-hmm. not it's not what I stand for. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is I want to say, OK, we'll make your life easier. Sure. Like over time, what happens in the industry is things get cheaper. The the cost of like products do get cheaper. Mm-hmm. People might what well, might be making less money over time, but we want them to be doing less work for that too. Mm-hmm. And we want to build a better process and make it easier, right? Because I, I can't control what the competitors will do, mm-hmm. right? But what I can do is help build a process that we can work together with real estate agents across Canada mm-hmm. and hopefully soon across the North America mm-hmm. to really deliver great experiences to people, right? And if, if, if companies think that, hey, you know, we're going to go kill off the real estate agent, you guys can go ahead and try. Yeah. The only way that the real estate agents will kill themselves off is if they do not do that service jump. Mm-hmm. If you do not give clients an exceptional experience, they're going to be questioning why they're even paying you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're giving them service, 
there's no reason not to exactly yeah so yeah yeah service is everything it is and i've realized we have to definitely step up the service yeah. just to be aligned with like the bigger like to produce more like in competition right yeah like that's what they want to know that you are servicing them better yeah. which is essentially value right yeah mm-hmm. so um what does happiness mean to you you know for me it's it's waking up in the morning and doing what you, you seem like a jolly guy oh still. yeah <laughs> but like you got your got so many things going on right oh bad i like you know i'm the kind of person that like i've i've tons of bad days almost every day is a bad day because <laughs> you know you, you, you that's that's the role in management you got like so many fires you got to put out yeah. and and there's no break in between like nobody's like hey you know this thing went wrong we'll just wait two days or something everything when it goes bad it goes bad altogether right but mm-hmm. you got to look back at it you got to reprioritize and you got to say look as long as we're doing what we want, we're living the dream, you know, things are going to get tough, mm-hmm. but you got to push through it. Mm-hmm. And then you look back and you say, oh, look at all the t- other things that came up. We overcame those ones. Mm-hmm. Why can't we overcome these ones? It's, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You just got to give it time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think it, it comes to the, the mindset because the, the way that I look at it in, uh, is if you don't give up, you can't lose. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. just don't give up. Just keep going at it. Yeah. When did you realize at like mindset kind of came to me about i don't know five five years ago six yeah. years ago like how did it how did you start getting into the mindset at such a young age because i feel like at that age you're just like, you're not thinking about yeah that. you're not thinking about that right um that's that's a tough one it's just <laughs> like, like did it just kind of happen naturally just, or are you surrounded just, by the right people or like uh, a little a little bit of both you know yeah. i i think the right people like you know you know there's there's two kinds of people out there you know there's someone that's out there that'll look at somebody and be like get jealous of oh you know why that person why not me i've always been the kind of person that looks at something and says okay how do i learn from that how do i get better mm. right mm-hmm. and I, I i spend a lot of time looking at people and a lot of companies uh People that I know, and even people like Jeff Bezos and Bill mm-hmm. Gates, and of course, everybody's like Steve Jobs. Yeah. And you look at them and you say, okay, where did these people start? Mm-hmm. And you, you see, like, for example, uh, Steve, they started in a garage. Amazon mm-hmm. was started in a garage. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're all average people, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're, there's nothing like super spectacular. Like, they're not robots. They, 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 like, sure, maybe the environment and a little bit of luck, good timing, things yeah, like yeah. that, connections. But it's possible to do anything that any of anyone else has done mm-hmm. if someone else has done it you can do it too yeah right mm-hmm. so if if that's what's out there then you really got to look at it and you got to learn and say okay what can i learn from these people right so mm-hmm. for example if, if you look at i'll go back to jeff bezos on this one right um uh, amazon's earliest days there's an article out there where um uh instead of buying desks jeff took off doors and like made uh, with two by fours and made it like a desk right <laughs> mm-hmm. for cost savings right if you look at like um a lot of these companies, like if you really look at like the amount of hard work and dedication and mindset that kind of went into growing it, mm-hmm. and then you try to replicate that mindset, then you're you're golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I think the biggest things are mindset, habits, and consistency. Yeah, and just kind of keep that going all the time. Ha- yeah. like good habits. I yeah. would say not bad you, habits. Continuous learning has to be a good a habit. Yeah. 
I try to learn something new every single day. It could be the randomest thing. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the other day I was learning on like how like certain kinds of cheeses were made. Like just, <laughs> just, just like you, you will never believe like what kind of crazy thing really like falls into place to help you in your own business. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But you know, the, the more things that you learn, the more things you have in your Rolodex of ideas, right? For sure, for sure. So I, I think I think that's the, the one of the most valuable skills that you that you can work on, is really continuous learning. Yeah, yeah, because you actually don't know a lot. Yeah, and there's there's so many people out there that can support like either books, audiobooks, mentors, yeah. uh, just other people in the industry that can help really yeah. drive your your game and also drive the business as well. So that constant learning, like you have to. Yeah, because mm -hmm. there's always people that are going to be continuing learning, learning more yeah. and more. It's all those people that think that they know everything. Yeah. Speaking of that, five years ago, that was, I think, the biggest <laughs> shift in mindset. Mm -hmm. Five years ago, I used to think I knew everything. <laughs> at I eight, well, I think everyone at 18 thinks they know I everything, right? I know everything, right? right? Yeah. And then over time, I started having a little bit of shift there, and I started realizing, I really don't know anything. Yeah. There are so many people out there that are absolutely brilliant, mm -hmm. right? But now you got to look at these people and say, okay, you know, you're, you're, you're good at what you do. Mm -hmm. And either like you, you need people like that on your team mm -hmm. or you need to learn some of those skills. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I think, I think you, you got to be humble with yourself. You got to know like what you're good at. You got to know what you're bad at and you got to be honest with yourself. You can't lie to yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think that's uh, a big thing too is uh, self-awareness, mm -hmm. right? Well, the more aware of yourself, the more happier you are. Yeah. Feel, right. And yeah. I think that's something uh, that should be taught at a very young age. Yeah. You know, like become aware of yourself, why you're doing what you're doing, like, you know, who you are and everything and everything else will come along. Yeah. Right? So, and the biggest thing here I, I see with a lot of people is a lot of people I find nowadays are very like insecure mm -hmm. about themselves. You know, they, they, they see something on social media and then they start to feel bad and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you know, the, the thing is, if you can stay grounded and just focus on yourself, stay in your lane, mm -hmm. you'll do really, really well. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I find that the people that are like f more focused on others than themselves are the ones that really fail to prosper, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find that like if you're just using social media or like comparing yourself with other people, you're actually using like external means to have like self-gratification. But yeah. if you... Like you have a, a fundamental of your own roots and, and understand yourself, then none of that stuff really matters. Yes. So focus on the inward and on the out. Yeah. Before we wrap this up, Dave, uh, and Raheem, did you have any questions for Raheem? Dave? What got you into real estate other than your parents? I, I, I really liked real estate. I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just, I, I like making deals. Uh -huh. um, and like making big deals is like better than making small deals. Like you guys know how it is, you yeah, know, yeah, especially yeah. When, when you close a transaction, like, you know, fine, you know, 14 selling iPhone cases is fine. Okay. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, you move up the scale, maybe you, you, you sell some stocks or sell some, some, you know, but yeah. like a real estate deal is a, it's a big deal. There's yeah. three, 400,000, 500,000, a million bucks. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Like there, there's like, there's, there's no feeling like closing a deal. Uh -huh. yeah. um, and I, I think that that was kind of like addicting. That's, and that's so, that's so true. Yeah. When you close a deal. Oh, it's the yeah, best yeah, thing yeah. on earth. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like that grind and also just getting it done. You're like, yes, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we just did that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Because some deals take a lot of work. Oh yeah. And yeah. right. And so yeah. it's oh, just, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. People, people don't understand how much work really goes into like yeah. closing a, a real estate deal. They are tough. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's so many 
many parties involved. There's a buyer, there's a seller, buyer's lawyer, seller's lawyer, buyer's brokerage, seller's brokerage, uh, mortgage broker, mortgage yeah. broker. Yeah, like home inspectors. There's yeah, there's yeah. so many, so many, yeah. so many people involved, and you know, and and it's not even like at the waiver when they waive the conditions and stuff that the deal's done. No, no, mm-hmm. it goes until you give them the keys. Mm-hmm. After they move in one week later, hey, where's the mailbox keys? Yeah. Um, uh, six months down the road, hey, you know my my toilet's leaking. Do you know anybody that can help me out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. But it, there, there's yeah, we just lot. did a closing and we're still dealing <laughs> yeah. with the carpet. Yeah, I'm right? still doing. Um, I'm dealing with a closing that I closed two months ago. Wow. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, like here's what we'll do for you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, it's 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 part of it. That's that's yeah. really what makes it fun, right? Mm-hmm. I think the the nice thing about like being an entrepreneur is like the no two days are the same. Um, and if you, and you know, some people thrive in an environment like that. Mm-hmm. Some people, some people don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I like a little bit of organized chaos. I, I find that like, you know, when you try to stay too organized, nothing goes as planned. Mm-hmm. Might as well have a little bit of organized chaos. It's a lot more fun that way too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've created swiper. Yeah. You've created home swiper. Home swiper. Yeah. yeah. Swiper's a dating app. No, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to create a Swiper deal. Oh, man. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, you created Swiper. You got your real estate license. Um, you you have Tree Trunk yeah. you created. Uh, and you're 23, right? Yeah. Um, is there anything you, you want to say before we end the podcast here? I just want to share with the listeners. I, I, I really, the last thing I want to say here is, you know, focus on your dreams. If you can, if you can imagine it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, that's, that's the one thing that I think everyone should take home with them. Mm-hmm. You know, stay focused on yourself, dream big, and go for it. Mm-hmm. Don't stop yourself. Um, you're the only person that can hold you back. Yeah, for sure. You, you're your worst enemy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cool. Awesome. That was a good note to end it on. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> And I guess, uh, yeah, where where can we actually find you? Yeah, what's your social media oh, website? Oh, uh, at Raheem Damji on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys want to check out uh, Homeswiper. It just launched too, right? Yeah, yeah. just launched. Sites Live, uh, www.home, H-O-M-E, swiper, S-W-I-P-R, dot com or dot C-A. No E in Homeswiper, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, and then we're just getting all the social profiles and stuff set up. You'll be able to find us at, at Homeswiper on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking for uh, us for Tree Trunk, at Tree Trunk. Uh, if you're looking for our clothing, at Immigrant Clothing, uh, I-M-I-G-R-N-T Clothing mm-hmm. on Instagram and Facebook. And what is this at Immigrant Clothing at? Just so before we... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. th- this, this was my little, little fun project. Yeah. Uh, we rolled this out back, I think this was 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. uh, before the last Trump election. Mm-hmm. And we really found that there was a lot of like xenophobia and racism and hate. And we wanted to push forward a message kind of like, you know, um, like as, as, as people, you know, we're stronger together, not divided. So that's kind of our slogan there. It's, you know, we're stronger together. Uh, and we wanted a catchy name, something that really stood out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we picked Immigrant of, of all the names. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I want to see this stuff. I'd wear that. Because <laughs> we're oh. immigrants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, 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 uh, I, I think, I think that's, that's probably like out of, out of all the brands, that's probably my, my favorite. Yeah. It's like your passion project. Yeah. That's, right? that's a little passion project. Awesome. Well, uh, they could find that online too. Yep, they yeah. can find that online and uh, www.immigrant.ca. So that's crazy. You have like a clothing line also. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, T-shirts, man. hoodies, hats. Like I said, man, you make me feel lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's overtime, you know. Yeah. It's just it, everything just grows. You know, you, yeah. you like um, the way I look at it is like it's like 
but you know the, the thing is if like there's two ways to do it either you can stay super laser focused yeah and you can go take one thing absolutely crush it and then move on to the next thing mm-hmm. um and that's usually the way that people are most successful i took a kind of different approach where i have a couple different things on the go and I kind of split up my time with like 60% on the most important thing, mm-hmm. 30% on whatever else has to get done, mm-hmm. and then 10% on the fun projects. And that 10% just accumulates over time. Mm. That's a good way yeah. to divide your time up, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, awesome, Raheem. Great to have you. And Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, we'll yeah, thank you. it at that. Awesome. Cool.